Willkommen. Come, come, have a seat. You are in the right place. I reserved the same seat for you. You know, the one that you were using before during the previous episodes. Don't be afraid. It's just us. Come, take your seat. Hey, I'm Levi, and this is my story with my sweet Apple M. We had the last two episodes as special episodes. The fifth one was a special episode that I planned before. And the sixth, I just had to make one, a special one, because this rotten Apple M pissed me off so much that if you listen for that, you could hear it. So thanks to him, was a special episode again. But anyway, <laughs> still ridiculous. Anyway, sorry, let's go back to the normal episodes. If you remember, we finished all the nine criteriums, and this is the episode where I will share with you how many criteriums my rotten Apple M had, has, and will have in his life. And as always, I will share with some of our private stories. So far, I didn't get any comments or review, so we can start straight away with the criteriums. Please remember that we are not to diagnose anyone with any disorders here, as we are not a doctor. We are just talking about the future and the dynamic of their relationships and provide to each other some friendly advices, how to survive living with them. And as usual, I still have the same request from you. No worries, if you are listening for the episode, you already know what is coming and probably you have it in your hands already. If not, you still have time to get a cup of tea, coffee, or hot chocolate, or as I believe we all deserve, a great glass of wine. If you are ready, just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Oh yes, enjoy our next journey to Narzilandia. If you are ready, Let's start. I believe you remember for those five criteriums that I still owe you if it was present with my sweet Apple M or not, and the story next to it if it was. Let's see if my Apple M was perfect again and made nine out of nine, or at least reached the minimum five criterium that we were looking for. So let's start with the criterium number five the lack of empathy. This is so common with them, and this one is the most, let's say, popular one between them, because if someone has this disorder or has the sign to have some personality changes because of this narcissist, the lack of empathy is one, is the must, it's coming with them. So obviously, my sweet Apple M wasn't exception as well. No. He had this one in our relationship, but he didn't have empathy, so he didn't have, yes. So this one is a tick, which is mean we have five out of five. That's mean the minimum five criterion, it was present with my sweet Apple M. But let's see what is behind this lack of empathy and why I gave him this score. Oh, oh my God, score like a football match. Anyway. We have to reach nine. No, we had to reach five. He managed to do it. So the story behind this one. 
you know, with him, it was never uh, a problem to do something. Like, he always did whatever he wanted. And he didn't care how you feel. And he didn't care if you were working like 10, 11 hours during the day. And he was just sitting at home and doing nothing. He still wanted you that after you come home after a long day to have the same energy like him and let's go and do whatever he wants. Otherwise, you are selfish. And that is the angry, the narcissist angry, anger is coming. But lack of empathy, back to this one. You know, I was coming home and I was so tired. I was telling him like, you know, I've had this and that. I was doing this and that during the day. So I got tired. Give me a moment. Let me sit down at least for five minutes. Oh, come on. Why you are so tired always? I don't get it. Because like, it was the same day for you and for me. It was the same 24 hours. Okay, whatever. And another one, when I didn't see any emotion on him, it was a very significant uh, period and time. Because he lost one of his parents two years ago. Now this winter is going to be three years from now. And um, on the birthday of that parent, I went and uh, printed, well, it started long before because I had to text his cousin, the only person I communicate from his family, to send me some picture about that parent. So I went and printed out because I knew it was important for him and he couldn't be back in Europe to go to the grave and to the cemetery. So I printed out some pictures about that parent and on the birthday of the parent, I was giving him these uh, pictures because I was thinking like, okay, if he cannot go there, at least he has some picture about that person and uh, he can be with that person like mentally and, you know, remember for it. And I thought it's a nice gesture. He looked on the picture and he was like, oh, okay. And he put it on the side. Not even any reaction or, you know, it's like a cold-hearted person without empathy. It's, it was shocking, you know, especially after like only two or three years. It would happen with me and someone would do this gesture for me. I would be there and back and my heart would melt because someone was even taking care about how I feel about that thing that happened before I even met with him. So yeah, I had to give him this one as well. Five out of five. And the next criterion was the number six, which is that he is envy on others or he believes others are envy on him. I was thinking a bit on this one because he never said anything like that. He said only once that he is envy and jealous on that couple because they have such a relationship between each other that they can go on the side, do whatever they want, and they are still happy together. Well, I wouldn't call this as a relationship. It was just like a financial agreement to stay together and pay for the apartment together, probably. I don't know. If you love with some, if you are in love with someone, you not go on the side and you like trying to look for something that you don't get at home, because then it's not perfect. And then why you would stay? Anyway, he told me that he was uh, envy on them. I, I would never understand that one. And he was behaving like he never said to me like he's like, you know, he's happy. And then he thinks that he's better than anyone. And then everyone should be envy at him. He never said things like that. 
but he behaved, behaved like that. He was buying perfumes for himself for $600 just to put on him so he can feel like that he's above everyone because no one can afford such a perfume like him and people they're gonna smell the money and then they're gonna be envy on him because he can afford it and the rest of the the normal people they cannot so yeah i had to think because it's not uh, everyday stuff but he still believed that people are envy on him so unfortunately Apple M is going further and further. Six out of six. And if I count well, the next one is the number seven. Which one is the interpersonal using others for his needs? Oh, I could have a separate episode for this about it. Seriously, just what I see, saw and what I witnessed. I don't even know probably half of the stories what he did while I was working. Um, let's make like... I'm gonna tell you three so, uh, short uh, story about it. First one was a guy that he got to know that he's living here in the same city like us because of one common friend they had, but they never met. So this common friend uh, put them together on one of the social media and they started to talk. And then the first day when I went to work, because I got my paperwork faster than him, uh, he went for a lunch with that new friend, but he forgot to tell me about it, obviously. And the next day, they went for a couple of hours walk as well. And then later on, as I got to know, they were talking a lot on, on the phone, like texting. And I got to know why, because I always knew he needs, he used people. And he was using him to look for a flat for himself, not for us, just for himself. And then after that, we found an apartment that he, we moved in. Suddenly, that person was gone. He didn't even contact him for a month or one and a half months. After that, we had to move again. And then suddenly the guy came back to our life. And he was again like nothing happened. Good friends and talking again. And probably they even met. I don't know. I'm not sure about that one. But then again, we had an apartment where we moved like permanently. And the person was gone. Obviously, he was using it to get some information how to do it. Or another one. He met on the internet while I was working again. And uh, he was going to have coffees for like two, three hours with that person. And what they were doing? Hmm. Nothing bad, apparently, but I don't believe. Apparently, this guy was helping him to make his resume as it should be. And as he was living here much longer than us, he knew how to ask for the police, di police disclosure and uh, they were applying for this and it takes so much time ah and of course back to the money that guy was living in a condo which one had in the building a free gym whoever lives in that uh, building can go and use the gym for free obviously he became a good friend of him because he wanted to go to the gym for free there you go after that we found our gym and the guy is gone or he was using another one, but uh, I just got a conversation between them uh, on the phone when I had the look. And um, I got to know that he had the plan B, like if here in North America it's not going to work out for us, he already wanted to go to university in UK to be a lawyer. And he found a guy uh, who, was going, who was a professor, yes, he was a professor in the university. This is unbelievable. 
and he was asking him advices how he can do it. And they went so far that the professor was telling him that he can live with him, obviously, doesn't have to pay, just with his uh, body. So, yeah, you can live with me for free, but you have to have sex with me. And then this idiot, he said, fine, can you imagine? And then they were about, the guy was, uh, the professor was uh, urgent him. Okay, when, when are you coming? Why you are still thinking? I'm not going to wait forever. And then the guy disappeared. Obviously, seriously, he's just using people. Seven out of seven. I think I don't even have to explain it longer, but I even give him two points for this. And let's see what is the criterion number eight. So far, it's I got the maximum point with him. Seven out of seven. I cannot believe. At the end, it's gonna came out that I was with a psychopath. I hope not. Anyway, let's see what is the criterion number eight. Admiration seeking. Oh yes, that's my favorite one. Obviously, you cannot criticize them. Oh, ho, ho. that's another story I could tell you. Hours and hours. Obviously, point. Eight out of eight. Can you imagine? Oh my God. So let's see. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm, uh, yeah, back to the gym. I can tell this gym story. It's the same, like I said, I think it was the number four. And, um, you know, if you tell him that he do something wrong and he believe he doesn't, and you are wrong, and then he's gonna manipulate you and he's gonna gaslighting you so much that you're gonna start to feel guilty that you even said anything to him bad. And you're gonna be the bad person and you're gonna believe that, oh yes, maybe I shouldn't say anything bad to him. Oh my God, how many times I went through of this and how many times I got punished because I did something like this to him. He was punishing me, me. Uh, he was punishing me with a silent treatment, a cold treatment as he called it as, at the end. And uh, yeah, oh my God, memories are coming back. It's not good. Anyway, let's jump to the last one. Let's see if criterion nine is present, was present or not. Is it maximum points, nine out of nine or not? The ninth is the arrogant behavior. Oh, you know what? We had to come for the last one to find that I can say no. It wasn't present with him. He wasn't arrogant at all. He always spoke with the same, same, same level and with the same manner with other people as well. No matter if you were like a waiter uh, on the event that, where he was a VIP guest. No, he was a completely normal person, a nice one, obviously. That was one of his basic masks. The nice person that everyone likes, the charming one, my prince charming, you know? He cannot afford to be arrogant in front of so many people ever. So yeah, this wasn't. Unfortunately, I chosen, I didn't choose the best one because it's not nine out of nine, only eight, only. Jesus Christ. Well, yes, Jesus Christ. That's what I said. You heard it well. Anyway. We got through all the nine criteriums and you got to know how many was present, how many is still present and how many will be present in his life. So eight out of nine. 
If you want, just leave it in a comment, a number for me, because I'm getting curious how is your life as well and what kind of apple is around you. How is the score out of from nine out of nine? So yeah, just leave it in a comment or send me via email. I'm waiting for it. And as I can hear something is approaching right now. And we are approaching to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for your time that you dedicated to me today and I hope you didn't regret it. In this episode we were talking about my sweet Apple M and how many criteriums he had out of nine. Once again, it was eight out of nine. If you like the episode, just send a like for it. If you have any suggestions or questions, you can leave them here as a comment or send it to me via email to applethenarts at yahoo.com. You can also subscribe and you will get notification when a new episode will be available here. In the next episode, we will talk about the system and the dynamic of their relationships and what they are following in them. Until the next episode, please take care of yourself and don't forget, no matter how bad and how hard is your situation, you are never alone. It's run a omelette.